Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Recorded live. Testing, 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 one, two, one, two, one, two. Testing, one, two. We want to thank everybody for um, tuning in to another edition of the Bible Show Truth Hour here on POEC Radio. I am your host, Black Ice. And I'm your co-host, The Messenger. Yes, brothers and sisters. Yes, yes, yes. This is going to be a very powerful, in-depth show, and we want you guys to take notes. Again, we want you guys to take notes on this show. It's one thing to love God. It's one thing to profess that we love Jesus. But it's another thing to know his word. And that's where it seems like the gap fall in that, brothers and sisters. Knowing his word for ourselves, not based on what mama said, what daddy said, what pastor taught, what this person said. They are supposed to guide us to the Word so that we can know for ourselves what the Word says. And like many of us, we found out that a lot of things that we've been taught doesn't line up with the Word of God, and that's where we come in at, brothers and sisters. We come in at correcting, correcting some of the things that have been taught, brothers and sisters, that is not lining up with this book called the Bible. We don't fault the people who taught us that. By any means, brothers and sisters, we don't fault them because they didn't know either. So what we want to do is to brush up on this word so that we can know what it says ourselves and we can begin to teach those who are coming after us, that generation that's coming after us, brothers and sisters. That's what we want to do and that's what we need to do. So we're asking you to go get your Bibles, your pen, your paper, and I'm going to get ready to go live on Facebook so that those who are out there, brothers and sisters, can tune in. And then you can share this video also as well. We're on Facebook and we are on YouTube. Again, we are on Facebook and we are on YouTube. So we are getting ready to go Facebook live. We're getting ready to go Facebook live. And then after we go Facebook live, we're going to go live with our – well, not live. We're going to – Start our YouTube recording. Again, we're going to start our YouTube recording after that. So we're going to go ahead and get ready, brothers and sisters, and we're going to go live in 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. We want to thank everyone for tuning in to another edition of the Bible Show Truth Hour. P-O-E-T Radio. I'm your host, Black Ice. I'm your co-host, The Messenger. And we have a very explosive show for you tonight. We're going to ask all of you all to start tagging people, sharing the video, pull it up right now. Um, This subject tonight is called Identity Theft, Total Recall. Again, it's called Identity Theft, Total Recall. We got to find out, brothers and sisters, who we are, where we came from, what the Bible says about it, 
and line this whole thing up with scripture. And that's what it is on tonight's show. We're lining this whole thing up with scripture, brothers and sisters. So again, get your Bibles, your pen, your papers, and um, follow us with this word. What does say of the word, brothers and sisters? Um, brother Messages, go ahead and talk to the people, my brother. Well, let me just say uh, today has been a challenging day for me to to get here. Um, I'm just leaving the doctor's office. Um, but I'm here because I know that this message is needed. And uh, like I said, it's going to be explosive. Bring your, your notebooks, your, your, your pen, your open mind. Get ready to receive the word of God from this book called the Bible. Um, again, our motto is if you can't read it, don't, don't believe it. <laughs> um, and believe me. I'm I'm really that is new to me. I grew up in the church, and I I I um the motto of of if you can't read it, don't believe it. Believe me, it's not something that I'm telling you. I've been doing all along. No, I'm learning as well. Um, to to back it up with this word of God, and we have to continue to um. Let the word of God speak for itself, because uh, He don't need no help. <laughs> so let let's just do that, and uh, if it all be the same, once we get everything up and running, uh, we're gonna pray this thing in, and we're gonna get started on this powerful lesson. Take notes, ladies and gentlemen. This one, y'all gotta take notes on, brothers and sisters, because <laughs> take notes. I'm going to give you, or we're going to give you the whole history of people who are called African-American that live in this country and those who came by way of the transatlantic slave trade. We're going to take this thing from the very beginning all the way up to today. Ancestry.com ain't got nothing on this show tonight. Leaf Tree ain't going to have nothing on this show tonight, brothers and sisters. So again, we're asking you guys to go get your pen, your paper, and follow this information because, see, tonight's show is what you're going to need to teach to your children. You're going to need to teach this stuff that we're teaching tonight to your children. When they start asking you, well, Mommy, where did we come from? Daddy, where did we come from? What's our history? What's our people name? Africa is the name of a continent, and America is the name of a continent. It's not the name of a nation. It's the name of a continent. So what is our nationality, brothers and sisters? What is our nationalities? America was given its name by Americo Vespucci. Yep. Africa was given its name by Leo Africanus. And they were both Gentiles, brothers and sisters, non-black people. And this is not about color. This is about nationality and this is about faith. So I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to Brother Messenger right now. To go ahead and lead us in with the prayer, and then we're going to go ahead and start our show. Go ahead, Brother Messenger. Bow heads, humble hearts, dear Heavenly Father, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, we come to say thank you. Thank you, Father. Father God, you said where there are two or more gathered in your name, there you are in the midst, so we want to thank you for your presence. Father God, we ask that you remove black ice, remove the messenger, and let your word speak. Father God, the word says, he that has an ear, let, let him, him hear, hear what the Spirit of the Lord has to say. Father God, we just want you to speak to the people. Give them something tonight, Father God, that they haven't gotten um, in a long time. Or some may know it, some may not. But let them have an open mind and an open heart to receive your word. 
In your mighty son, Jesus Christ's name, we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Okay, brothers and sisters, turn your Bibles over to the book of Amos, the third chapter. Again, we got a lot of ground to cover on this show. So we got to hit this thing, and we got to hit it hard. We got to hit it quick, and we got to hit it with the understanding, brothers and sisters. So turn your Bibles to the book of Amos, the third chapter. And I'm, I'm real happy because in the mail, I got these two books right here. This is the Zondervan Bible Dictionary and the Young's Bible Dictionary. And we're going to be dealing with these two books today also as well, brothers and sisters. So get ready for that also as well. Turn your Bibles to the book of Amos, the third chapter. Amos, the third chapter. And I'm going to go ahead and start this YouTube hookup so that we can have this. So no matter what happens to Facebook, because something may or may not happen, we can't trust it, brothers and sisters. But if something do happen, then we got to back up with that YouTube, uh, with the YouTube link also as well. So I'm going to go ahead right now and hook up the YouTube link, and we're going to go live in 10 seconds on YouTube. So help us count it down, brothers and sisters. 10, 9, nine 8, eight 7, seven 6. Five, four, three. <laughs> uh, we getting it in there, brother. We we getting it in there, brothers and sisters. Yeah, it's almost, yeah. There you go. Okay, I think we ready now. There you go. Okay. Okay, there we go. We want to welcome YouTube to tonight's Bible lesson. It's called Identity Theft Total Recall: The True identity of African Americans, brothers and sisters, in this country according to the Bible. Now, let's go to Amos 3, verses 1 and 2. Go ahead, Brother Messenger. Amos 3, verses 1 and 2. Hear this word that the Lord has spoken against you, O children of Israel, against the whole family which I brought up from the land of Egypt, saying... Stop right there. Now, brothers and sisters, the reason why... We as a people suffer through so many things. You figure like, man, why are we going through so many things? It's because God established a relationship with us. He didn't establish a relationship with no other nation of people. I know that's kind of harsh to say, and, and, and for some who, who don't understand the word of God, you say, well, what about um, um, Italians, or what about uh, Africans, or, or what about Chinese people, or Japanese people? I'm telling you what the Word of God says, brothers and sisters. He said that we, the children of Israel, were the only nation that he had established a relationship with, but that's also the reason why we suffer the most. Continue reading, my brother. You only have I known of all the families of the earth. Stop right there. You only have I known out of all the families of the yeah. earth. The Lord has a special relationship with our people, brothers and sisters. And you say, well, Black Eyes, I thought I was African American. Well, we're going to show you, brothers and sisters, that your true identity is Israelites. You are Israelites, brothers and sisters. And we're going to show you according to the word of God, according to the word of God. That's why you need to take down notes specifically for tonight's show so that we can show you what thus saith the Lord according to this book called the Bible. Continue, my brothers. Is that the uh, end of that? No. 
Therefore, I will punish you for all your iniquity. So in other words, out of all the people of the earth, brothers and sisters, he has a special relationship with us. And he said, because of your sins, I'm going to punish you. You wonder why it seems again that we get punished the most out of everybody else. He's told you that. I've only known you. I've only established a relationship with you. And because you took my love for granted, our relationship for granted, then I'm going to do something to you to punish you. Let's go to the book of Genesis, the 10th chapter. The book of Genesis, the 10th chapter, brothers and sisters. The book of Genesis, the 10th chapter. Turn that on. Book of Genesis, Genesis the 10th chapter. And we got to read this now. In order to find out who we are, first we got to find out who we are not. Now, if you live on earth today, then you come out of one of the sons of Noah. Remember, there was only eight people that survived on this side of the flood. Noah, his three sons, and their wives, brothers and sisters. Noah had his wife, and the three sons also had wives. So there was four people, according to the Bible, that came on this side of the flood. Everybody else was done away with, wiped away with, and killed, brothers and sisters. Now, one of the biggest lies or untruths that pastors preach about African Americans is that we are Gentiles. Now, whether they know that it's not the truth or not is one thing, brothers and sisters, but it is a lie. Now, it's been said that if you're not a Jew, you're a Gentile. That is also an error, brothers and sisters. I don't want me using the term a lie to scare people away or to make people feel uncomfortable. If it's not the truth, then it's a lie. So one of the biggest lies taught is that African Americans uh, or so-called African Americans are Gentiles. Now, as a matter of fact, like I said before, it's taught that if you're not a Jew, then you are a Gentile. Let's find out who the Gentiles are. Again, in order to find out who we are, we got to find out who we are not. So let's go to the book and find out, Brother Messenger, who the Gentiles are. Genesis 10, 1 through 5. Go ahead. Now, these are the generations of the sons of Noah, uh-huh. Shem, Ham, Jephthah, and unto him sons were born after the flood. So you have Shem, you got Ham, Shem, and you got Japheth, brothers and sisters. Unto them Shem were sons, sons born, born after, the, after flood. the flood. Let's read about the first son that it talks about. Go ahead. The sons of Japheth, Gomer, and Magog, mm-hmm. and Medea, and Javan, and Tubal, and Meshesh, and Tyrus, and the sons of Gomer, Ashkenaz, and Repath, and Togar, Togomar, and the sons of Javan, Elisha, and Tarish, Ketim, and Dudanim. Okay, now. These are all the sons of Japheth. It's not talking about Ham's sons. It's not talking about Shem's sons. These are only the sons of Japheth. Now, what does it say about the sons of Japheth in verse 5? By these were the isles of the Gentiles divided in their land, everyone after his tongue, after their families in their nation. So if you are not a part of these people, brothers and sisters, which are the ones who make up the continent of Europe, if you're not a European, then you are not a Gentile, brothers and sisters. Again, 
Go look up these names in Genesis, the 10th chapter, verses 1 through 5, and it will show you who they are modern day. So you got Magog, you got, uh, these are Russians and those who are around the Russian peninsula, brothers and sisters. These are all people on the continent of Europe, Caucasian people, who fall up on the, the title of Gentile. So if you are black, which means you either come out of the seed of Ham or the seed of Shem, if you are black, you are not a Gentile. But the question is, with us, are we a Hamite? Or a Shemite. Which other son, since we know we didn't come out of Japheth, and we know that we are not a Gentile, now we got to find out which son we came out of. Now let's go to verse 6, my brother. And the sons of Ham, Cush and Mezrium and Put and Canaan. So, brothers and sisters, all these were names of nations on the African continent. Mizraim became Egypt, brothers and sisters. You got Canaan, you got Put, you got, um, uh, what was the other one that he named? Cush, Cush. brothers and sisters. All these are nations on the African continent. Let's go to verse 8. And Cush begat Nimrod. Uh Uh-huh. He began to be a mighty one in the earth. He was a mighty hunter before the Lord. Wherefore, it is said, even as Nimrod, the mighty hunter before the Lord, and the beginning of his kingdom was Babel and Erech, uh-huh. and Akon and Canel, mm-hmm. in the land of Shinar. So I wanted to mention that especially, brothers and sisters, because um, Nimrod was the one where the Babylonian Empire came from, brothers and sisters, which was our first entrapment as a people or enslavement as a people, brothers and sisters. But I want you to understand that Nimrod was one of the first uh, um, ruling nations or uh, rulers on the earth. So now you got that. Now we're only talking about Hamites, brothers and sisters. So let's go ahead and go to verse 20. These are the sons of Ham, after their families, after their tongues, in their country, and in their nation. Now, brothers and sisters, again, we're talking about the seed of Ham. Ham. We've already talked about the seed of Japheth, who is the progenitor of the Gentiles, those Caucasians that came from the European continent. We know that we didn't come from the European continent, and we know that we're not Caucasians. So we are not Gentiles. The question is, are we descendants of Ham? Let's go to the Bible Dictionary, brothers and sisters. I just ordered these books off of Amazon.com. You can get them for like $5, and you can get them for like $6. And this is hardback right here, brothers and sisters. Let's go to the Bible Dictionary and find out if the so-called African-American, you remember we used to be called Negroes, brothers and sisters. Let's find out, according to the Bible Dictionary, if we fall up under the seed of Ham. This is page 213 in the Zondervan Bible Dictionary right here. Let's go to page 213 and let's read about Ham, who Ham was and who he was the progenitor of. Go ahead. Who's Ham's seed, brother? Ham. The youngest son of Noah, 
born probably about 96 years before the flood, uh-huh. and one of eight persons to live through the flood. We just um, spoke about that, and it bears witness here. Go ahead. He became the progenitor of the dark races. Wow. So we know that Hamites are dark people. Okay, we know that Israelites are dark people. We're going to prove that to you in the lesson. But he was the progenitor of the dark races. Go ahead. He was the progenitor of the dark races, not the Negro. Whoa, wait a minute. Go ahead, continue. But the Egyptians, Ethiopians, Libyans, and Canaanites. So, brothers and sisters, Ham was the progenitor of the dark races or the black races, brothers and sisters, but not, not the, the Negroes. Negroes. So you are not a Hamite, you are not, not an African, but that was the Zondervan's dictionary. Now let's go to the Young's dictionary. I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, you better take down this information because you've been waiting for this information for a long time. People asked you who you were and where you came from, and all you could say is that I was an African-American, but you couldn't point nowhere outside of this continent as to where you came from, who you were, and matter of fact, your history in American schools started when we landed on the shores over here of America. So let's go to Young's Dictionary, brothers and sisters, and let's go to page 270 in the Young's Dictionary. Page 270, and let's read about Ham and this Bible dictionary. Go ahead. The Young's Bible Dictionary, page 270. Go ahead, Brother Messenger. A son of Noah. Start here. Ham. Ham. Mm-hmm. A son of Noah and father of Cush, Egypt, Put, and Canaan. See further on each of these four, while they may have all been dark-skinned, they were not the progenitors of the Negroid race. Stop, stop right there. Ham, brothers and sisters, although he was the progenitor of the dark races of Africa or the dark nations of Africa, he was not the progenitor of our people. So Ham is removed out the way. Japheth is removed out the way. And that only leaves one choice, brothers and sisters. Let's go to the book of Genesis, the 10th chapter, verse 21. Y'all better share this video right now, brothers and sisters. Hit that share button. Invite people to tune in because this history is not taught in many institutions of religion. And you may say, well, what doesn't matter, Black Ice? What doesn't matter it matters a lot when it comes to who Israel is today and who had the relationship with Israel because so goes Israel, so goes the whole world, brothers and sisters. Maybe if we knew who we were, we would get ourselves together. So now, let's go ahead and continue Genesis 10 and 21. So since we didn't come from Japheth or Ham, that only leaves one choice which was Shem. Go ahead, Genesis 10 and 21. Unto Shem, also the father of all the children of ever, the brother of Japheth, the elder, even to him were children born. The children of Shemalam and Ashur and Arapaxet and Lud and Amram. So we're going to stop right there, brothers and sisters, and for the sake of time, you can read this whole chapter by yourself, which is Genesis 10. 
But for the sake of time, I want you to go to Wikipedia, and I want you to type in Abraham's family tree. Again, I want you to type in Abraham's family tree. Now, when you go to Abraham's family tree, you go here, and then you can read down. Now, who? Now, let's talk about Abraham's uh, father, grandfather, great-grandfather, so on and so on. So when we go from Shem, brothers and sisters, and you read Eber, right? Yeah. Let's go from Eber. Who was the sons of Eber? Haleg, Ruth, Sherub, Naor, Terah. Now, Terah was Abraham's father, brothers and sisters. We read that in another lesson <coughs> where Terah had Abraham, and he had Nahar, and he had Haran. Remember, because Abraham's nephew Lot, came out of his brother, Haran, brothers and sisters, but we're not talking about that. So now we had Abraham, Terah, who's the father of Abraham, and who did Abraham have, um, brother messenger? Ishmael. Okay, Ishmael's was Abraham's first son. He became the progenitor of the Arabians, brothers and sisters, where the religion of Islam eventually came from. But again, Ishmael came from Abraham. Who else came from Abraham? His um, his second son, Isaac. So Isaac, brothers and sisters, came from Abraham, but Isaac would be the one that the promise would be passed through. Again, he had the birthright. Although he was the second born, he had the birthright, and you're going to read in this lesson where the second-born, brothers and sisters, was the one who had the birthright. Now, Isaac had twin boys. Who were they, brother messenger? Esau and Jacob. Esau and Jacob. Now, we're going to stop right there. So, Genesis 10, let's go to 31 and 32. Genesis 10, 31 and 32. Let's close this part of the show out. Um, go ahead, Genesis 10, 31 and 32. These are the sons of Shem after their families, after their tongues, in their lands, after their nations. Uh-huh. These are the families of the sons of Noah after their generations in their nations, and by these were the nations divided in the earth after the flood. So the nations are divided by these three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Now, brothers and sisters, the confusion comes in when the twin boys were born, Jacob and Esau. And we just read that Isaac's twin sons were Esau and Jacob. Let's go to the book of Genesis 25, and let's read 22:34. Now, when was the name Esau or Edom first introduced into the Bible? We're about to read that right now. This is where our research becomes a little bit deeper. Now, we've showed you already that we're not a Hamite or African, and we showed you that we're not a Gentile or European, we came from the lineage of Shem, but Shem's lineage split when it came to Isaac's sons, Jacob and Esau. Let's go ahead and read about it. Genesis 25, verses 22-34. I'm sorry, it's a long lesson, but please write down this information. Go ahead, my brother. And Isaac was 40 years old when he took Rebekah to wife, mm -hmm. the daughter of Bethel, and Syrian, the Syrian of Padaram, 
the sister of Le- Laban and the Syrian. Okay. And Isaac entreated the Lord for his wife because she was barren. And the Lord was entreated of him, and Rebekah, his wife, conceived. And the children struggled to, together within her. Stop right there. The children struggled together within her. So these twins, brothers and sisters, had conflict in the womb. They had conflict in the womb. These two nations of people coming out of these two boys, these twin boys, had conflict in the womb. Read that again, Brother Messenger. What verse? 22. Genesis 25 and 22. Go ahead. And the children struggled together within her. And she said, if it be so, why am I thus? And she went to inquire of the Lord. Now, remember, she's going to the Lord for these answers, brothers and sisters. Now, listen closely to what the Lord is about to tell her. This is prophecy, brothers and sisters. And this is where it all begins. No matter how it came to be about who got the birthright, Let's look at what the Lord is saying, and what the Lord is saying cannot be broken. Genesis 25 and 23, one of the most important verses in our lesson tonight. Genesis 25 and 23. Let's read about these two boys inside of the womb who's struggling inside of her womb. Go ahead. And the Lord said unto her, Uh huh. Two nations are in thy womb. Wow. Two separate peoples. Go ahead. And two manner of people shall be separated. From thy bow. And the one people shall be stronger than the other people. So one people going to be stronger than the other people. It's going to look like they have everything that they want and everything that they need. And the other one is going to look like he's really struggling. He's really going through things. And when I say he's, I'm talking about the people that come from this boy. So now what does it end by saying, and the elder? And the elder shall serve the younger. Let's stop right there. I want you to listen to this. I want you to pay attention to this. I want you to mark this down because this is the Lord speaking this, brothers and sisters. And all he has to do is speak, and it is. Say be, and it is. So there's going to be two nations in you, in your womb. One is going to be stronger than the other. And the elder shall serve the younger. Verse 24. And when her days to be delivered were fulfilled, behold, there were twins in her womb. 25. And the first came out red, Mm. all over like a hairy garment. So this first one was red and hairy, red and full of hair. Go ahead. And they called his name Esau. So he was the first one out, right? Yes. And up above, we just read that the elder shall serve the younger, right? But that's just something on the way to learn something. Verse 26, we got Esau, the name Esau, in existence right now. Go ahead. And after that came his brother out, and his hand took hold of Esau's heel. And his name was called Jacob. And Isaac was threescore years old when she bare them. So Isaac was 60 years old, brothers and sisters, and he had uh, twin boys, Jacob and Esau, verse 27. And the boys grew, and Esau was a cunning hunter, a man of the field, and Jacob was a plain man, dwelling in tents. Genesis 25 and 28 and 29. 
And Isaac loved Esau because he did eat of his Vincent. Uh-huh. But Rebekah loved Jacob. And Jacob sighed pottage, and Esau came from the field, and he was faint. And what happened in verse 30? And Esau said to Jacob, Feed me, I pray thee, with the same red pottage, for I am faint. Therefore was his name called Edom. Stop right there, brothers and sisters. I want you to remember this name, put it and engrave it in your memory banks, brothers and sisters, because Edom is the name of a people, brothers and sisters, that came from Esau. They're called Edomites. I want you to remember that, brothers and sisters. We're going to go there a little bit later, but just stop and remember that. Write it down, Edom. The reason why he was called Edom, brothers and sisters, because it says right here, of the same red pottage. It says, and Esau said to Jacob, feed me, I pray thee, with the same red pottage, for I am faint. Therefore was his name called Edom. And if you do the research or the etymology of the word Edom, you'll see red or redness, brothers and sisters. Now, we're going to stop right there, um, Brother Messenger. Matter of fact, let's read down a little bit more. Let's, let's read this thing out. Go ahead. And Jacob said what to Esau? And Jacob said, sell me this day thy birthright. Uh-huh. And Esau said, behold, I am at the point to die. And what profit shall this birthright do to me? Uh-huh. And Jacob said, swear to me this day. And he sware unto him and sold his birthright unto Jacob. So he sold his birthright unto Jacob, right? So he made him swear. So now the birthright is Jacob's. We can end it right here. We can end it. We, we don't even have to go on with the lesson concerning this <clears throat> because we already got proof that now Jacob owns it. But it's showing you that it didn't mean too much to Esau, brothers and sisters, because at verse 34, what did Esau say? Then Jacob gave Esau bread and pottage of lentils, and he did eat and drink and rose up and went his way. Thus Esau despised his birthright. So Esau didn't want it. Esau despised it. The Lord already predicted, brothers and sisters, that the young, I'm sorry, that the elders shall serve the young. So now let's go ahead and continue and look at this. Let's go to Genesis 26, two verses, 34 and 35. Genesis 26, 34 through 35. Those who just tuned in, tonight's lesson is called Identity Theft. Total Recall, the true identity of African Americans, brothers and sisters. Now, God had, well, you know what? Let's not go there. I'm sorry, Sister Key Israel. We're going to skip Genesis 26, 34, and 35. Let's go to Genesis 27. Genesis 27, let's go verses 1 through 7. Now, here's where the controversy came into play concerning the blessing of Jacob. Let's go ahead. Genesis 27, 1 through 7. And it came to pass that when Isaac was old and his eyes were dim so that he could not see, he called Esau, his eldest son, uh-huh. and said unto him, My son. And he said unto him, Behold, here I am. Here am I. And he said, Behold, now I am old. I know not the day of my death. Now, therefore, take, I pray thee, 
thy weapons, thy quiver, and thy bow, and go out into the field, and take me some venison, and make some savory meat, such as I love, and bring it to me, that I may eat, that my soul may be blessed thee before I die. So one thing about uh, <laughs> one, one thing about Isaac, whatever Esau was cooking, he loved it. This Vincent, brothers and sisters, he really loved it. So he said, you go out there, you take your weapons, you go out into the field, you take your bow, you do all these things, you make me some Vincent, and when you do that, make this savory meat. I'm going to bless you before I die. Now, remember, the Lord already gave the prophecy to the mother that the younger one, brothers and sisters, is going to be the one who's going to be blessed, and he's going to be the one that the elder one is going to serve. Let's go ahead and continue at verse 5. What did Rebecca do? And Rebecca heard... When, e- when Isaac spake to Esau his son, and Esau went to the field to hunt for Vincent and to bring it. Okay. And Rebekah spake unto Jacob her son, saying, Behold, I heard thy father speak unto Esau thy brother, saying, Bring me Vincent and make me savory meat, that I may eat and bless thee before the Lord before my death. Now, uh, let's, 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 let's point out this. Before we continue, there's a difference between, quote-unquote, African-American people, and there's a difference between Gentiles and Edomites. They tend to be more hairy in nature, and our fleshly bodies tend to be a little bit more smoother. We are not as hairy as a lot of what is called Jewish people today, or what is called or even Gentiles, okay? So, uh, I mean, let's just point that out. Let's just put it on the table, okay? So, now, I want you to understand something here. Rebecca is making Jacob do something. He's honoring and obeying his mother's instruction. And let's see what his mother's instructions are. Genesis 27, 8 through 10. Go ahead. Now, therefore, my son, obey my voice according to that which I command thee. This is Rebecca talking, the mother. What did she say? Go now to the flock and fetch me from thence two good kids of the goats, and I will make them savory meat for thy father, such as he loveth. Uh-huh. And thou shalt bring it to thy father, that he may eat, and that he may bless thee before his death. Now, let's go to verse 11. Let's look at what Jacob said about the difference between the boys, the two nations that would come out of these boys. Go ahead. And Jacob said to Rebekah, his mother, Behold, Esau, my brother, is a hairy man. And that's what we're telling you. They are very hairy people. And what about us? What did he say? And I am a smooth man. So in other words, brothers and sisters, we don't have all that hair on our bodies that the quote-unquote Jewish people have or even Gentiles have. 
We just don't have that, brothers and sisters. So he's pointing the difference out between the two nations of people or between him and his brother. He said, my brother is a very hairy man, and I am a smooth man. Now, let's go ahead and go to, man, this is so good, Brother Messenger. <laughs> yes. um, Genesis, let's go ahead and read down. Go ahead. Let's go through 19. Let's go to verse 19. Go ahead. And Jacob said unto Hold on, I'm sorry, brother. Let's read this down, man. We got to read this down. Go ahead. Let's pick up where we left off. 15. Yeah, you want to pick up 15? No, no, no. Where, where do we stop at? We stopped at 11. We stopped at 11? Yeah. Ah, uh, man. We just got so much stuff to uh, cover. Let's just set it up. Rebecca is setting up her son to pretend as if he is Esau. Okay. So let's go to verse 19. I'm just setting this thing up for you. Go ahead. And what did and wh- what did Jacob say to his father? And Jacob said unto the and unto his father, I am Esau, thy firstborn. I have done according as thou badest me. Arise, I pray thee, sit and eat of my venison, that thy soul may be blessed. So Jacob now is trying to get the blessing. His mother is has instructed him what he needs to do to get the blessing, and, you know, she just didn't wait on God. You know, God already said that the boy was going to be the one that the uh, elder was going to serve the younger, so she took things into her own hands, instructed Jacob on what she wanted him to do. She said, obey my voice that I command thee, and then Jacob went and did what she commanded him to do. Now, let's go to verse 20. What does it say? And Isaac said unto his son, How is it that thou hast found it so quickly, my son? Mm-hmm. And he said, Because the Lord thy God brought it to me. And Isaac said unto Jacob, Come near, I pray thee, that I may feel thee, my son, whether thou be my very son Esau or not. So in other words, if you harry, that's the way that I can tell that you're Esau. Okay? So go ahead. Verse 22. Now, his mother had already dressed him um, in a hairy type of garment to pretend that he was Esau, and she put some type of smell on him from the field. You remember how you used to tell your children, you smell like outside. Well, that's how Esau smelled because he was a man of the field. He was a hunter. He smelled like outside. So Rebecca made sure that Jacob smelled like outside, and she put something over his body that made him feel hairy. Verse 22. And Jacob went near unto Isaac his father, and he felt him and said, The voice is Jacob's voice. But the hands are the hands of Esau. In other words, see, he couldn't mask the sound of his voice, although he could mask the feel of his body and the smell of his body. So he wanted a little bit more proof. He was like, well, you know, hey, you know, what's going on? Verse 23. I'm sorry. Yeah. Did we do 22? Verse 23. Yeah, verse 23. Verse 23. And he discerned him not because his hands were hairy. As his brother Esau's hands, so he blessed him. Uh huh. And he said, "Art thou my very son Esau?" And he said, "I am." And he said, "Bring it near to me, and I will eat of my son's venison, that 
my soul may bless thee. Now, stop right there. So, now, Jacob gets the blessing. The, the, the second born normally goes to the firstborn. Now, God had already told the mother that he was going to be the one, that the blessing was going to be with him, the elder was going to serve the younger. The mother takes it upon herself in her hands to set up her son to get it. Despite what God had in store for it to be done, the mother does this thing right here. Let's go to verse 41 and 42. Now, Esau comes in from hunting, and he finds out what took place. And he's a little bit pissed off right now. So Genesis 27, 41 and 42. I'm sorry, hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute. I don't want to get 35. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh, go ahead. 35. Mm-hmm. And he said, thy brother came with subtlety and hath taken away thy blessing. Okay, so he's telling them, okay, Esau, now you're here to get the blessing I've already given away to your brother. Verse 36. <laughs> and he said, is not he rightly named Jacob? For he hath supplanted me these two times. He took away my birthright, and behold, now he hath taken away my blessing. And he said, Hast thou not reserved a blessing for me? So you remember that he sold him his birthright. Jacob didn't take away his birthright. He sold him his birthright, brothers and sisters, but Esau didn't say that. He said, he took away my birthright. This is the second time he got over on me. So let's go ahead um, to 41 and 42. And Esau hated Jacob because of the blessings wherewith his father blessed him. Uh And Esau said in his heart, the days of mourning for my father are at hand. Then will I slay my brother Jacob. So Esau set out to kill his brother Jacob, but the mother overheard what he said. Continue. And these words of Esau, her elder son, were told to Rebekah, and she sent and called Jacob, her younger son, and said unto him, Behold, thy brother Esau, as touching thee, doth comfort himself, proposing to kill thee. So in other words, she told her son, hey, look, you got to get up out of here. Because your brother, remember, they 40 years old. They grown men. Right. They 40 years old. So the mother can't control a 40-year-old. Your mother can't control you at 40. You got a mind of your own. So he said, well, man, I'm going to kill this dude. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to kill him. As soon as I finish mourning for my father, then I'm going to kill him. So now we got the name Esau and Edom on the table. Let's go and see where the name Israel was put on the table. Genesis 32, Genesis 32, let's go to 1 and 2. Genesis 32, 1 and 2. This is a very lengthy lesson, brothers and sisters, but it's an educational lesson. And all of this is going towards our title, um, Identity Theft, Total Recall. Total Recall. Genesis 32, verses 1 and 2. And Jacob went on his way, and the angels of God met him. Uh-huh. And when Jacob saw them, he said, this is God's host. And he called the name of that place Mahananim. Okay. So, brothers and sisters, now, Jacob went on his way. Now, he sent the messenger before him to his brother Esau. Okay. Now, Jacob was so afraid 
that his brother was coming to kill him once he found out where he was that he just wanted to avoid him at all costs because he still remembers what his mother told him. But now, you can read that on your own time, that whole chapter, but I'm interested right now in verses 24 through 28. Let's find out how the name Israel came to be. Genesis 32, 24 through 28. Go ahead. And Jacob was left alone. There rested a man with him until the breaking of the day. So this was an angel, brothers and sisters, but, you know, um, there were some angels that appeared as men, according to the word of God. So this was an angel that he wrestled with until the break of day, verse 25. And when he saw that he prevailed not against him, he touched the hollow of his thigh, and the hollow of Jacob's thigh was out of joint as he wrestled with him. So this angel didn't prevail against Jacob. Now, remember now, God has got something in store for Jacob and this nation, brothers and sisters. So let's go to verse 26. And he said, let me go for the day breaking. And he said, I will not let thee go except thou bless me. So Jacob, brothers and sisters, he's been wanting a lot of blessings. He wanted his father to bless him, and now here it is. He wants this angel to bless him. But again, the Lord had already said that he has something in store for Jacob, and let's find out what that is. Verse 27. And he said unto him, What is thy name? And he said, Jacob. Uh-huh. Continue. And he said, Thy name shall be called no more Jacob, but Israel. Oh, so for the first time in the Bible, brothers and sisters, the name Israel is introduced. And where did it come from? It came from the angel. And where did the angel come from? The angel came from heaven, brothers and sisters. So Israel is the name that came from heaven. Um, finish out at verse 28. But Israel, go ahead. But Israel, for as a prince has thou power with God and with men and has prevailed. So, brothers and sisters, now let's review real quick where we are so far. You know now that you are not a Gentile. We have been introduced to the names Esau, Edom, and we see that before Jacob, the name Israel didn't exist on this earth. So now let's deal with the real Ancestry.com for black people who are descendants of the transatlantic slave trade, more specifically those of us who are here in America. Let's go to the book of Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter. Let's go to the book of Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter, brothers and sisters. You know what? Before we go there, Brother Messenger, I'm sorry, guys. Before we go there, there's something that I want to do. Before we go there, there's something that I want to do. Well, you know what? Yeah, let's, let, let's, let's go there. Let's go to the book of Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter. Um, let's read verses 1 through 7. These are the blessings, brothers and sisters. This is something that the Lord is speaking to the children of Israel about. All you got to do is follow my statutes, laws, and my commandments, and y'all going to be all right. That's all you got to do. Let's see what he promised us that he would do for us if we just listened and did all of his commandments, statutes, and his laws. Deuteronomy 28, 1 through 7. And it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe and do all his commandments. How many? All. All his commandments. Go ahead. Which I command thee this day, 
that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth. Okay. And all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. Blessed shall thy be in the city. Chicago. And blessed shall thy be in the field. In the suburbs of Chicago. Blessed shall be the fruit of thy body Mm -hmm. and the fruit of thy ground and the fruit of thy cattle, the increase of thy king and the flock of thy sheep. Blessed shall be thy basket and thy store. Blessed shall be thou be when thou comest in, and blessed shall thou be when thou goest out. Well, what about our enemies, enemies that come against us? The Lord shall cause thy enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face. They shall come out against thee one way and flee before thee seven ways. Now, what about verse 9? The Lord shall establish thee a holy people unto himself, mm-hmm. as he has sworn unto thee. So the Lord already promised us and swore to us, Israel is the only nation that I've ever known. You're the only nation that I've had a relationship with. And he said, I'm going to establish you, my holy people, unto myself, as I have sworn unto you. Go ahead, if you do what? And they shall be afraid of thee. No, verse 9, if oh, thou shalt keep. If thou shalt keep. The commandments of the Lord thy God and walk in his ways. So see, blessings come with condition, brothers and sisters. Anytime you see the conjunction, if, that's a condition. I'm going to do this for you, but you have to do this to me. Now, let's go to verse 10. Go ahead. And all the people of the earth shall see that thou art called by the name of the Lord, and they shall be afraid of thee. What is the name of the Lord? If my people... Who are called by my name. If my people who are called by my name, what is our name? Our name is Israel, brothers and sisters. So what is one of the names of God? It is Israel. If my people who are called by my name. So he said, thou art called by my name of the Lord, and they shall be afraid of you. Ain't nobody afraid of us today, brothers and sisters, because we are not under the blessings of the Lord. Let's go to verse 13. And the Lord shall make thee the head and not the tail. And thou shalt be above only, uh-huh. and thou shalt not be beneath. If that thou hearken unto the commandments of the Lord thy God, which I command thee this day to observe and to do them. So stop right there. I'm trying to point out, and we're trying to point out, brothers and sisters, why we are in the condition that we are in, brothers and sisters. This doesn't apply to nobody else. This doesn't apply to no other nation of people. This only applies to Israel, brothers and sisters. Now, if we are obedient, we're going to have all these things that the Lord just promised us and that he just spoke about. But what happens if we don't do the things that he is requiring of us to do in order to get these blessings? Let's go to verse 15. But it shall come to pass. If thou wilt not hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe to do all his commandments and his statutes, which I command thee this day, that all these curses shall come upon thee and overtake thee. What's one of the ones? Verse 16. Cursed shall be thou in the city. We're going to be cursed in Chicago, and where else are we going to be cursed at? And cursed shall thou be in the field. We're going to be cursed in the suburbs, too. Verse 20. 
The Lord shall send upon thee cursing, vexations, and rebuke in all that thou settest thine hand unto for to do, mm-hmm. until thou be destroyed, and until thou perish quickly, because of the wickedness of thy doings, whereby thou hast forsaken me. So in other words, I brought you out of the land of Egypt, and what did you do? You turned right around and you built a golden calf. I brought you out of the land of Egypt, and what do you do every year around the month of December? You go and get a tree and put it in your homes. And I told you in the book of Jeremiah, the 10th chapter, that do not go and take trees and put it in your home and decorate it. I told you that I don't want you making any graven images to represent me of anything in heaven or on earth, underneath the earth, in the waters, and what do you do? You go and get a cross, and you put it around your neck. Or it's a cross with an image of a man on the cross. I told you don't make any images. So, brothers and sisters, these are some of the things that we have done, some knowingly, some unknowingly, brothers and sisters, yet and still, we are under this curse. Verse 25. The Lord shall cause thee to be smitten before thy enemies. Thou shalt go out one way against them and flee seven ways before them and shalt be removed into all the kingdoms of the earth. Verse 30. Thou shalt betroth a wife and another man shall lie with her. Thou shalt build a house and thou shalt not dwell therein. Thou shalt plant a vineyard and shalt not gather the grapes thereof. So brothers and sisters, during slavery, the slave master could come and take your wife and lay with your wife and have all of these mulatto babies, brothers and sisters, and there was not a damn thing you could do about it. You would build a house for other people to live in while you and I and our people were living in shacks, brothers and sisters, and in outhouses or in barns. We would create crops for them to eat their vegetables and their fruits, brothers and sisters, while we would get the scraps off the plate off the master's table. That's how chitlins came to be about, because they didn't want that part of the pig where all the filth and the nastiness went through, brothers and sisters, from the bacteria and the dung that was coming out of the pig. So he said, I'll give you the intestines. I'll give you the chitlins. And what did we do, brothers and sisters? Our people made a delicatessen out of it. (laughs) Yes, sir. Before we knew any better, brothers and sisters, before we knew what the book of Leviticus, the 11th chapter, said about the swine, that it was not permissible for us to eat, brothers and sisters, but we did what the slave master taught us to do. Let's go to verse 37. And thou shalt become an astonishment, a proverb, and a byword amongst all nations whither the Lord shall lead thee. What do you mean a byword? I'm going to call you nigger. I'm going to call you coon. I'm going to call you monkey. H&M just came out with advertisement with a black child with a sweater on that said the coolest monkey in the jungle. Now, you can't make me believe that in 2017 that somebody that works for the company of H&M didn't know that that was offensive to our people. But we didn't been called Negroes. We didn't been called African Americans. We didn't been called colored people. We didn't been called porch monkeys. All kind of bywords that you can think of, they called our people, Brother Messenger. 48 through 50, go ahead. Therefore thou shalt serve thy enemy which the Lord shall send against thee in hunger 
and in thirst, and in nakedness, and in want of all things. And he shall put a yoke of iron upon thy neck until he have destroyed thee. The Lord shall bring a nation against thee from far, from the end of the earth, as a swift as an eagle's flyeth, a nation whose tongue thou shalt not understand. So we didn't understand English, brothers and sisters. When that nation from afar came over here to get us, brothers and sisters, to bring us to this particular country, we didn't know the language of this country. We didn't know English, brothers and sisters. This nation came from afar. And what did it say about the egos, brother messenger? And a nation of fierce countenance, which shall not regard the person of the old, nor shew favor to the young. Uh, so let's go back up. I want to hear about them egos again. Uh, the, Lord, the Lord shall bring a nation against thee from, from far, from the end of the earth, as swift as the eagle flight. What is the bird, national bird of America, brothers and sisters? It is an eagle, brothers and sisters. That's just something, brothers and sisters, that I wanted to mention because it's another identifier, brothers and sisters, as to who we are, what we've gone through, what country we've gone to and are currently in, brothers and sisters, and why we are in the condition that we're in. Last verse, 52. 52. And he shall besiege thee in all thy gates, until thy high and fenced walls come down, wherein thou trusted throughout all thy land, and he shall besiege thee in all thy gates throughout all thy land, which the Lord thy God hath given thee. So these people, brothers and sisters, we're going we're gonna to be in all these kind of conditions. But let's talk about this particular word, verse at 52. It says, And he shall besiege thee. And all thy gates, brothers and sisters. So wherever we are, in this particular place, it's the land, brothers and sisters, Israel. He says, he shall besiege thee and all thy gates throughout all thy land, your land, which the Lord God has given unto you. So when did this happen? And this is another key marker in how we got to be in Africa in the first place. Let's go to the Wikipedia and let's look up the Roman-Jewish War, brothers and sisters. The Roman-Jewish War in Wikipedia. We're going to look up the Roman-Jewish War and find out when that happened, when that took place, and how the prediction in this particular verse and Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter, verse 52, came into play. So type into your Google search engines, Roman-Jewish War, 70 A.D. Roman-Jewish War, 70 A.D. When they besieged our nation, when they came into our gates, brothers and sisters, and when we were dispersed from the land. It says right here, the first Jewish-Roman War, sometimes called the Great Revolt, was the first of three major rebellions by the Jews against the Roman Empire fought in the eastern Mediterranean. The first Jewish war took place many, mainly in the province of Judea. The second was the Ketos uh, War, which took place mainly in um, the Diaspora. And the third was the Bar Kaaba's Revolt of 132-136 CE concerning in the Judea promise. 
The Great Revolt began in the year 66 CE, originating in Roman and Jewish ethnic and religious tensions. The crisis escalated due to the anti-taxation protests and attacks upon Roman citizens. The Roman governor, Florus, responded by plundering the Jewish temple. Now the temple is being destroyed, brothers and sisters, but let's go all the way down to 70 AD. After making several attempts to breach the walls of of Israel, of Jerusalem, brothers and sisters, the Romans finally did it through their general, Titus. Let's read about it. After a lull in the military operations, owing to civil war and political turmoil in Rome, Vespasian was called to Rome and appointed as emperor in 69. With Vespasian's departure, Titus moved to besiege the center of rebel resistance in Jerusalem in early 70. The first two walls of Jerusalem were breached within three weeks, but a stubborn rebel standoff prevented the Roman army from breaking the third and thickest wall following a brutal seven-month siege during which zealot infighting resulted in the burning of the entire food supply of the city. The Romans finally succeeded in breaching the defenses of the uh, weakened Jewish forces in the summer of 70. Following the fall of Jerusalem in the year 71, Titus left Rome, leaving Legion X uh, Fratinus to defeat the Roman Jewish strongholds, including Heridium and Macarus, fi- uh, finalizing the Roman campaign in Macedonia in 73 and 74. As the second temple in Jerusalem was destroyed, one of the events commemorated in Tisha B'Av, Judaism fell into the crisis which the Sadducees movement fallen into obscurity. So I'm just showing you right now, the temples were destroyed in, in, the, in the early 70 ADs, brothers and sisters. The Romans came in, they destroyed the temples, but this was something that Jesus prophesied would happen. Let's go to the book of Matthew, the 24th chapter. Matthew, the 24th chapter, and let's find out when Jesus prophesied that the temple would be destroyed, brothers and sisters, and all of this happened, and all of this went down in 70 AD. The Lord had already prophesied and predicted it in the book of Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter, but let's read about when Jesus confirmed that prophecy in Deuteronomy with the book of Matthew, the 24th chapter, verses 1 and 2. And Jesus went out. And departed from the temple, and his disciples came to him for a shoe, him to shoe him the building of the temple. And Jesus said unto them, See ye not all these things? Verily I say unto you, There shall not be left here one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. So in 70 AD, that prophecy that Jesus predicted to the uh, disciples that there was not there would not be one stone at this temple that won't be thrown down. Let's go to the book of Luke 21, 5 and 6. Let's read at another place where Jesus talks about the temple being destroyed. And again, this was done in the Roman Jewish War in 70 AD. I'm showing you how we fled into Africa. We're leading you up to something, brothers and sisters, because you say, well, the slave ships arrived in Africa on the northwest corner of Africa, 
then if we're not asking, how, how, how did they pick us up there? I'm showing you right now where we came from. In 70 AD, when we escaped, once the Romans penetrated the wall. Let's go to the book of Luke 21, 5 and 6, and another place where Jesus, the account is him speaking about the temple being destroyed. Go ahead. And as some spake of the temple, how it was adorned with goodly stones and gifts, he said, As for these things which ye behold, the days will come in the which there shall not be left one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. So, brothers and sisters, again, the Romans are coming in, but remember, we got a brother out there somewhere. We got a twin brother out there somewhere, brothers and sisters, and that twin brother is still looking to kill us. That twin brother is still looking to take back what he feels is his or to take what he feels is his, that birthright, which is our identity. So now... How all of a sudden that after 70 A.D., the name Esau and the name Edom is totally removed, and we don't hear it anymore. We only hear the name Israel. Well, let's show you what the Lord says in the book of Obadiah, the first chapter. The book of Obadiah, the first chapter, brothers and sisters, what the Lord says that Esau would be doing while the Romans in 70 A.D. would be destroying our temples and invading our land of Israel. Let's see what the Lord says Esau would be doing in the book of Obadiah, the first chapter, verses 8 through 15. Go ahead. Shall I not in that day, said the Lord, even destroy the wise men out of Edom, mm. and understanding out of the mount of Esau? And thy mighty men, O Teman, shall be dismayed, to the end that every one of the amount of Esau may be cut off by slaughter. So his punishment is coming, brothers and sisters, but until his punishment comes, he's still in our land perpetrating as if he is us, brothers and sisters. But again, it doesn't fit prophecy. If he is Israel, if the people over there in the land are Israelites, then they should be the tail and not the head. They should be under all of the curses that is mentioned in Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter, but they are not, brothers and sisters. They have a very high place in today's society. As a matter of fact, they print the money that you spend every day. They finance the wars that you are involved in. They own the grocery store's jewels. <laughs> what are the first three letters of jewels? <laughs> it's Jew, brothers and sisters. They own all the major network stations, NBC, ABC, CBS, brothers and sisters. They own Clear Channel, the one that owns GCI and V103 and all the major radio stations. So they don't fit the prophecy in Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter, as those people who would be captured taken to another land, brothers and sisters, and be the tail and not the head. So let's go ahead and continue reading in the book of Obadiah. Let's see what Esau or Edom did to us when the Romans came in in 70 AD. Go ahead. For thy violence against thy brother Jacob, shame shall cover thee, and thou shalt be cut off forever. Uh-huh. In the day that thou stoodest on the other side, in the day that the strangers carried away captive, his forces and foreigners entered into his gates and cast lots 
upon Jerusalem, even thou wast as one of them. Mm. But thou shouldest not have looked on the day of thy brother in the day that he became a stranger. Now, what day was that? That was 70 AD. Continue. Neither. Neither shouldest thou have rejoiced over the children of Judah in the day of their destruction. When was that? That was 70 AD. Continue, my brother. Neither shouldest thou have spoken proudly in the day of distress. Mm. Thou shouldest not have entered into the gate of my people in the day of their calamity. Yea, thou shouldest not have looked on their affliction in the day of their calamity, nor have laid hands on their substance in the days of their calamity. Two more. Neither shouldest thou have stood in the crossway to cut off those of his that did escape. So in other words, not only did the Romans come in, brothers and sisters, Esau came in with the Romans, brothers and sisters, and as we tried to escape from death, Esau was trying to cut us off from escaping, trying to fulfill his prophecy, Esau's prophecy, that he was going to kill us, brothers and sisters. Continue, my brothers and sisters. He shouldn't have not stood in the crossway to cut us off, um, um, off his, I'm sorry, to cut off those of his that did escape. Go ahead. Neither shouldest thou have delivered up those of his that did remain in the day of distress. Mm. For the day of the Lord is near upon all the heathen. It's coming, brothers and sisters. As thou hast done, it shall be done unto thee. Thy reward shall return upon thy own head. So, brothers and sisters, I know this is a very lengthy lesson. We're going to go to one more place, and we're going to cut it off for tonight. But then we're going to pick it up next week and talk about the African journey. That's what we're going to talk about next week. We led you from the time Jacob's name became Israel. Yes. Okay? We showed you that we're not descendants of Japheth. We showed you that we're not descendants of Ham, that we came through the lineage of Shem. We got all the way down to the twin sons, Esau and Jacob. Showed you how Jacob's name was changed to Israel, how we came through Israel, brothers and sisters, those who are called African-American today. We showed you the blessings and the curses listed in Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter, and how today we're under a curse, but the prophecy was that the stranger would enter into our gates, enter into our land, and capture some, kill some, and some of us would be able to escape. We went through that history, the Roman-Jewish War in 70 AD, and then we showed you in the book of Obadiah, where we're at right now, how Esau appeared back. Our twin brother came back to cut us off from escaping so that we may be killed so he could take and steal our identity, brothers and sisters. Let's end this tonight's lesson with the book of Malachi, the first chapter. Book of Malachi, the first chapter, brothers and sisters. Book of Malachi 1 and 1 through 4, and we'll close out with this tonight. And next week, we'll pick up with... The second half of our lesson, again, Ancestry.com ain't got nothing on tonight's lesson, brothers and sisters, because tonight you are learning that you are not African-American, brothers and sisters. You're not Hamites. You're not descendants of Japheth. You're not Gentiles. You are a descendant of Shem, but more specifically, we are Israelites, brothers and sisters. Malachi 1 Verses 1 through 4. Go ahead. 
The burden of the word of the Lord is Israel by Malachi. Uh huh. I have loved you, said the Lord. Yet ye say, Wherein have thy loved us? Was not Esau Jacob's brother? Now we're going to stop right there. Esau was Jacob's brother. Now, some of you all who are watching this, you say, Well, God don't hate nobody. God ain't never hated nobody. Well, who, who told you that? Where did you get that from? And is that substantiated by the Bible? This whole lesson tonight has been on those two twin boys. The people who have stolen our identity and are claiming to be us today versus us who are the true Israelites, the children of Israel, in a strange land that neither us nor our fathers have known and come up in this land as slaves. Continue to read, my brother. Wherein hast thou loved us? Was not Esau Jacob's brother, uh-huh. said the Lord. Yet I loved Jacob, and I hated Esau. Wait a minute. The Lord say he hated Esau? That's what he said. Wait a minute. Some people out there say that love don't hate nobody. Read that again. I love Jacob. I love Jacob, and I hated Esau, and laid his mountains and his heritage waste for the dragons of the wilderness. What's the prophecy? What's going to be Esau's punishment? Go ahead. Whereas Edom said... Now, Edom and Esau are the the same same people. people. They just go by two different names. We showed you earlier that Esau was called Edom. Brothers and sisters, go ahead. Where are impoverished... We are impoverished, but we will return and build the desolate places, thus said the Lord of hosts. Uh They shall build, but I will throw down. And they shall call them the border of wickedness, and the people against whom the Lord have indignations forever. How long does he have indignations against Esau? Forever. Forever, brothers and sisters. So I want you to hold on. I want you to keep your hope. I know we've been through 400 years of slavery. I know we've been through 100 years of Jim Crow. I know, brothers and sisters, that our people have been lynched. Our people have been experimented on. Our people have been poisoned through the air through chemical trails, go look that up. Type in the word chemtrails, C-H-E-M, which is short for the word chemical, the word chemtrails, and they would show you how airplanes used to go over the black communities in the late 60s and in the early 70s, dropping poison in our communities, brothers and sisters, Mm -hmm. putting lead in the water, injecting black men with syphilis, brothers and sisters, putting chemicals in today's version of marijuana, which is called loud, which is feminizing our male boys, brothers and sisters. They've been attacking us chemically, brothers and sisters, since chattel slavery and all of those things have done. And don't even let me talk about police brutality, brothers and sisters. So, again, I'm going to end this lesson right here. This is going to be part one of Identity Theft, Total Recall, Somebody has to come, brothers and sisters, like they did Arnold Schwarzenegger in the movie and put you inside that chair and put that truth inside of your brain and make you remember who you are, whose you are, and where we came from, brothers and sisters. I thank you for tuning in to another beautiful, powerful lesson on the Bible show Truth Hour. I am Black Ice. And I am the message. This is part one of Identity Theft. Total Recall. We're going to go ahead and end our YouTube listenership, but we're going to stay on with you. If you want to call into our show, 
um, to tell us what you thought about tonight's lesson, then we're going to put that number in the comment section and call in because we want to hear from you tonight. We'll only do 10 minutes of questions, answers, and comments uh, because Messenger has to go and I have to get rest also as well, brothers and sisters. But we thank you for tuning in. Peace and blessings, YouTube. If you want to be added to our text message reminder list, text your name and the keyword Truth Hour to 312-719-7310. Peace and blessings. You know what? Pray us out before we end the YouTube. Go ahead. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, we come to say thank you yet again. Father God, we thank you for the word that went forth, Father God. We ask that it that it edifies your people while you be glorified, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you as we leave from this place, but not from your presence. Watch over each and every one of us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Amen, amen. All right. Good night, YouTube. So now, let's go ahead. Take that phone down for me, Messenger. Let's go ahead and end our recording and go to the phone line and find out what you thought about tonight's Bible show, Truth Hour. Stay on the line, y'all, Facebook Live. Um, let's go ahead and find out what our callers thought about tonight's show, Bible show, Truth Hour. And again, you can call in. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and put the number in the comment section. Uh, type that in for me, uh, Brother Message. 724 7444. Again, 724-444-7444. So we're going to find out what you thought about tonight's show, brothers and sisters. We're going to hang on and give you a moment to call in, brothers and sisters. We're going to hang on and give you a moment to call in, and we're going to go ahead and end our recording. Okay. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.